The Race Between Complexity and Control Published on November 1st, 2022 A networked world is a less predictable world. There are ways to make it more predictable, but you're not going to like them. In 2017, Alisa Milano urged her social media followers to post the words Me Too alongside their personal experiences of sexual harassment. Within days, millions of women shared or commented on such posts. The hashtag MeToo was trending on Twitter. A new movement was born, carried on the wings of a social media meme. The American MeToo movement inspired Luo Tiantian, a Chinese citizen, to share her own story of sexual assault by a professor in Beijing, first on an online forum and later in an open letter that circulated online. Thousands of Chinese women followed in Luo's footsteps, sharing their stories of university and workplace harassment on platforms such as Weibo and WeChat, using hashtags MeToo or MeToo Zaijongguo, which means MeToo in China, and WoYeShi, MeToo in Chinese. Within weeks, Beihang University in Beijing removed Luo's assailant, Professor Chan Xiaowu, from his post and revoked his teaching credentials. The university did so after an internal investigation, and I quote, had established that Chen had sexually harassed students. Several institutions in China took similar actions against those accused of similar acts. Change was in the air, but not for long. Sexual harassment is not a political issue per se, but the Chinese Communist Party is wary of all mass movements, whether they focus on politics, music, or gender. Soon enough, authorities began blocking the MeToo hashtag and posts from China's social media platforms. But internet users found clever ways to work around the ban. They started posting an emoji of a rice bowl and a rabbit. Hashtag <laughs> emoji bowl and rabbit. Now rice in Chinese is pronounced me and rabbit is pronounced too. Together, these two emojis were a clever way to write me too without alerting the censors. Innovations of this kind are common in China, a country that employs tens of thousands of internet cops and bans foreign-owned social media and requires its own giants technology giants to censor an ever-changing list of topics. But doing so in practice, the censorship is hard, even for the world's most formidable surveillance state. Controlling the internet is not enough, because ideas, as we can see, can slip through the cracks or sometimes can even hit the country from the outside. So in November 2021, Chinese tennis star Peng Shuai posted on her Weibo account a lengthy account of a forced sexual affair with Zhang Gaoli, a retired Chinese vice premier and member of the country's powerful Politburo Standing Committee. The post was quickly deleted, but it was online long enough for multiple people and media organizations to notice. Following the post, Pang herself disappeared. But the story was already out. Serena Williams, Naomi Osaka and other tennis stars used Twitter and Instagram to call for Pang's release and for an investigation into her allegations. Their posts were obviously shared, liked and seen by millions of people and the hashtag Where is Peng Shuai was trending. Now, following the uproar, the Women's Tennis Association, the International Women's Tennis Association, suspended all events in China. As for Peng herself, she resurfaced two weeks later after the initial disappearance, sitting for an interview with a state-owned media organization. Now, 
Today, a year after she made her accusation, she has not left China and still does not seem to be in direct and free contact with anyone on the outside. Meanwhile, Peng's alleged abuser, Zhang Gaoli, was recently honored with a front row seat at China's most important and also most televised political meeting. Zhang appeared alongside the country's current and former leaders. His appearance was perceived as an effort by the Chinese Communist Party to flaunt its power and basically defy international criticism. But the party, of course, is terrified of the flow of ideas, and rightfully so. A single meme can start a revolution or finance an army. When Chinese athletes, students, and business people travel the world, censoring domestic media is not enough. And even figuring out what to censor seems like an increasingly difficult task. Earlier this year, Chinese netizens started posting about events in the Netherlands, calling on the people of Amsterdam, of all places, to rise up and take what's theirs. Now, the Chinese word for Netherlands, Helan, sounds a lot like Henan, the name of a Chinese province. So the Chinese netizens were actually not talking about Holland or the Netherlands at all. They were expressing support for protesters in China's Henan province who were trying to retrieve funds frozen by China's state-owned banks. Now, how do you censor such a story? Do you delete all posts that mention the word Netherlands? And then you ban all the words that netizen, netizens end up using next? Uh, ultimately, you have to restrict or drastically slow down all communication between people. And what is the price of slowing down all communication? How does it affect business and innovation? How does it impact economic growth? An economy cannot function without some flow of reliable signals. On the other hand, social media spread information at a scale and speed that can trigger cascades that disrupt social order and can even topple whole governments. Now, this challenge is not unique to China. All governments are caught in what I call the race between complexity and control. Prosperity is contingent on embracing technologies that make the world too complex to manage or comprehend. But further growth and development only makes the world harder to govern and more prone to large, unpredictable events. More connectivity results in more volatility, at least up to a point. Those in power must constantly come up with new ways to keep things under control. The challenge is most acute for governments, but it also applies to businesses. Even managing a group of employees is not as simple as it once was. Not only are employees better informed and better distracted, but the work itself is no longer clear. In a world of abundance, attention is the critical component of a product success, more important than its objective qualities or usefulness. Now, the complex dynamics that govern the flow of memes on social networks are the kingmakers of the 21st century. But no one is in charge, and it is in no one's power to determine which ideas end up spreading fast and wide. Now, there are ways to manipulate the flow of information or to slow it down, but these come at a cost. And when dealing with an adaptive environment, any successful strategy will likely have diminishing returns. It will work for a while, get imitated, and then lose efficacy. Ultimately, we all participate in the race between complexity and control. We're trying to survive and thrive and stand out and find stable footing. We must play the game, facing more opportunities and more uncertainty than ever. There's a lot to think about. Subscribe to the podcast or the newsletter and we'll figure it out together. You can subscribe in your favorite podcasting app or subscribe directly to the newsletter on drawerpoleg.com. Thank you for listening.